0: Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's podcast episode. So, Today we're going to be talking about to-do lists and you may be thinking, well, that's kind of boring. Why do I want to listen to an episode about to-do lists? Well, of course, I'm going to put my clutter-free spin on this. So I'm going to take the traditional to-do list and I'm going to turn it into a project's closed list. Of course, I'm going to go into why, I'll give you the backstory, I'll give you journal prompts, all that jazz, but I just want you to bear with me on this one. So this episode, we're going to cover how to take your to do lists and turn them into a project close list and why that's important, why you should delegate things more often, and also how this is building a super important muscle for your future self. So let's dive in with a backstory as always. I was chatting with a girlfriend a couple of weeks ago, because it seems all my best ideas come from chatting with girlfriends or driving in the car listening to a podcast. So I was chatting with one of my girlfriends. And all I could do was complain that I never got anything off my plate. Or at least I had the perception that I never got anything off my plate. I felt like I had a handful, probably about 10 different items, 10 big different items. It wasn't something as like, simple as like update the debit card that's linked to Netflix or whatever like bigger projects and I had these about 10 big projects that I had been working on mind you f- please feel free to like feel the air quotes I have been working on them for the past four almost five months and I'm like man it, I am just like not moving forward with them I'm getting frustrated this shit's just dragging on why is it taking so long blah 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 And it was just super frustrating because it's like, I'm this professional woman, I feel like I'm a badass, I take care of myself, I know how to have priorities, I'm including downtime, like I felt so accomplished in so many other areas of my life. But I felt like I had this constant baggage of just like things on my to do list that never really went away. And they were really big things. They weren't simple things that I could complete in just like a quick afternoon and be done and move on and I was just avoiding it these were bigger projects that have had slash have big implications in my life in the sense of like freeing up my time freeing up our money freeing up my energy levels like these were things that were really important and I just could not wrap my brain around like what in the god's creation was I doing wrong you know I and again I'll turn this into a future episode but I always like to look and frame my life and really important things around this really big question. How does that move me forward in life? Because for years when I would do something, one of the reasons why I used to be so busy again, air quotes, but so busy all the time is because I did a bunch of crap that never moved me forward in life. So maybe I would do a fad diet, but it never moved me forward in life because it didn't teach me good eating habits. Or maybe I would... Let's stick with the fad diet one. So maybe I would do one fad diet because I wanted to lose weight, but it never taught me good eating habits. And I would do another fad diet, but... I would cut out food sections completely not because I had an allergic reaction or I felt like shit but just because someone told me to or I would do this because someone said this was an idea or I would do that or I would buy this software, buy this program, try this thing, try that thing and I was trying on doing all of this crap because really it came down to it was just a bunch of crap but none of it came from the idea of how is this moving me forward in life so i never tried a style of eating or a diet so that i could be it could move me forward in life so that i had good eating habits going forward so that i knew how to make really healthy like like had i tried a fad diet that taught me how to make really healthy meals in under 30 minutes so it would be helpful that when i came home tired or grumpy or on my period or upset I had a skill set that, man, I am tired, I feel like shit, I'm on my period, but I wanna feed my family something healthy, cool that fad diet that I did three years ago taught me 10 different meals that are super freaking healthy and I could do them in under 30 minutes like there was no purpose for it nothing moved me forward and I I wish I could tell you where this question came from um I know it came from the business world but I don't remember the exact story behind how the question of where how does this move me forward in life came from It was probably like a business book I was reading but Basically, I've asked myself that question for so long that I kind of forgot where the story came from. But I never asked myself, how does this move me forward in life? So over time, I've taken that question and I I love to ask it to my husband. He drives him bonkers, but it's a legitimate question. The things that we are doing... Not the non minutiae things that we are doing because like minutiae is an example of sweeping your floors, like you always have to sweep your floors or someone has to sweep your floors, whether it 's you, a nanny, a maid, a spouse, a child it doesn 't matter like that always has to get done it 's not something that you do once and you never have to do it again so it 's not like it 's minutia i 'm talking about things that are truly you do it once. And maybe you do it only like once a year, so like taxes. So maybe you only have to worry about your taxes like once a year. But like, how do you actually look at it appropriately, get it done, work with whoever you're working with, whether it's yourself or a professional, and get that shit off your plate? Because I'm going to go back to that bigger question. How does this move me forward in life? If I learn a skill set of taxes, let's let's dive into the taxes example, because that's actually one of the things on my list. Um, with having businesses and LLCs, taxes used to have the excuse of, oh, it's more complicated because I have a business, because I have an accountant, because I have a bookkeeper, when in reality, I have in the past paid people to take this and make it uncomplicated, make it more consistent, but I never seemed to get our taxes done on time and we always had to file an extension and blah 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 so our bill always got paid or if we didn't have a bill like we always like closed our taxes but mind you I was literally paying people to help me do this properly do this ethically do this legally and yet even they couldn't get this shit done on time So I was frustrated about that. I was frustrated about a couple of other things. And I'm bitching to my girlfriend. And I'm like, dude, like, what the freaking fuck? Why? I'm a smart, educated woman. There's so many other areas in my life that I feel I'm advanced in. Or my version of advanced. Why can't I get this shit off my plate? And then it was like a light bulb hit me. (laughs) Or not a light bulb. That would suck. (laughs) That would totally suck. So it was like a lightning bolt, like, hit me. Like, I just was like, ha! And... It was, oh, I'm looking at all of these things as an endless task. I'm not looking at them as something to close, get off my plate and move the fuck on. So I literally was like, okay, well, let's change my mentality around this. Let me go grab my phone. So I grabbed my phone. I pulled up Evernote. And I have um, a couple of PINJ shortcuts in Evernote, and they're the ones that I use like all the time. One of them is called my TDL, my to-do list. And I'm like, you know what? No, 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 no. It's not a to-do list because that is implying I'm going to be doing this shit endlessly. Like I don't write, go grocery shopping on my to-do list because I know if we don't go grocery shopping, like we have no food in the house. So I don't write the minutiae on there. I write the things I want to get off my plate on there. Again, another little light bulb moment. So I changed it from TDL, my to-do list, to projects to close. And it was like a mind shift completely changed on this. I'm like, oh, okay. I was not looking at this with the right intention. These are projects, whether I have to do them once a quarter, once a year, whatever. These are projects that I want off of my plate and that I need to close. And when I started thinking of that, then... I started looking at everything differently. So let's go back to my example of taxes. Taxes, even though it's frustrating because it didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm learning this lesson well, I don't know, well further into the year than I wanted to. Like I wanted to have my shit done and be awesome in January, but I never put the steps in place to have the shit done and be awesome so that I could get done in January. I never held the people that I paid accountable and said, hey, by December 31st, all my books need to be closed, period. Don't give me an excuse. Don't give me a bullshit reason. If you cannot do that, I will let you go and I will find someone else. And not to sound really harsh, but like kind of needed to sound harsh. I'm literally paying people to do a job for me and they're doing a really shitty job about it. I am paying them to get myself done on time, to be ethical, to be legal. And I'm doing the ethical and I'm doing the legal part, which is awesome. And that's the only type of person I would ever choose. But they're also not getting shit done. They're dragging this stuff out. And most people might be thinking, oh, yeah, well, it's because they're getting extra billables. Like it's a flat rate. There's no extra billables. But I never went into it with the intention of, hey, accountant, I need my books closed by December 31st. What do you need to accomplish that? And then on December 15th, check in with them and say, hey, we've got 15 more days until the books need to be closed. Will you meet your deadline? And then check in maybe five days later on the 20th and say hey Christmas and New Year's are coming up I highly doubt that you or I want to be working on this during Christmas and New Year's are my books going to be done on time and then by December 31st have the books be done but I've set the intention that hey this is our deadline if there's anything that's due on my end what is it let me accomplish it let me tackle it and let me keep our Kind of like a project manager mode, almost, and mind you, I went to school for this stuff, so you'd figure like it would be it would it would just spill over into every part of my life, but apparently it never spilled over into my to do list part, so I needed to take a look at all of these bigger things on my list, I needed to manage them, I needed to tell the people I was paying or I am paying, hey, this is what I'm expecting out of you. this is the timeline. If you cannot meet that timeline, let me know now, and I will find someone else. And go into it with the intention that this is not an endless task. This is something that needs to get off of my plate because what should be on my plate is spending time with my fur babies, reading awesome books, figuring out how to get this podcast to more and more women so that I can actually interview or have the courage to interview the amazing book authors that I am reading, having, you know, the ability to do all of these amazing, amazing things that I have goals and dreams and wish lists and I journal about. But if I'm not getting this other shit off my plate, like literally, I'm thinking the pro the projects to close list is like the shit list. If I'm not getting that shit off my plate. And then I'm never going to be able to have the time to consistently record the podcast so that an episode comes out every Monday and every Friday, hell or high water or maternity leave in the future. I'm never going to have the time to consistently spend with my babies and make sure that their lives being rescues, because every single one of my animals is a rescue, but making sure that their time on this earth is filled with love and with joy and they have the best thing that I could ever do for them. I'm never going to have the time Or the the calmness about me to have multiple date nights with the hubby, you know, and not like scramble on the other days because I have too much on my plate. I'm never going to have the time to feel like I can breathe, like I can relax. I'm always going to feel like I'm treading water in regards to, like, not in regards to, like, life, but in regards to bullshit. Like, I feel other parts of my life have really... Improved, I feel much more stress free i 've got way better boundaries i 've gotten better at negotiating i 've gotten better at taking things off my plate i 've created this podcast and I, at, in the recording of this one, I was looking at my stats when I was uploading a previous episode earlier in the evening and i 've had sixteen hundred listens in a podcast that to me is mind boggling just because this came out from an, this came from an idea of I've got some things to share, I would love to be able to share it with people that want to move their life forward. So just these, these little things that were kind of really hitting me as I was talking to my girlfriend, and realistically, they weren't light bulbs hitting me, but they were kind of light bulbs hitting me. And it was just opening up my eyes to the fact that if I always have this minutia on my list, if I always have this unnecessary minutia on my list, it's not the matter of like, oh, we should be sweeping the floors minutia. It's the why am I dragging my taxes out for five months minutia for nothing, for legitimately nothing. If I'm always letting this minutia be on my plate my future self is always going to have a bunch of bullshit on her plate my future self is going to have her time manipulated so that she doesn't have as much free time as she wants to spend with her future children and her husband my future self is going to feel stressed out because she has too many things to manage like it was just light bulb after light bulb after light bulb so that's why I changed my to-do list to a projects to close list so Now that I've given you like a 14-ish minute backstory, because I feel that the backstory for this one is extremely important, let's start diving into things that you can use so you can take your version of a to-do list and we can turn it into a projects to close list. Let me help you get your time back. Let me help you spend more time with the people that you love. Let me help you... Stop treading water and get some crap off your plate so you can breathe. And then if you're worried about like, oh my God, well, if I have all this time on my hands, what am I going to do with it? I have a whole podcast episode dedicated to that. You just have to go look in the archives. So bear with me, run with me, walk with me, but definitely dive deep with me in this one so we can get some shit off of your plate. Okay, so let's dive deep. So let's go and if depending on how you're listening to this, you know, the drill, I either want you to answer me out loud if you're in a safe and quiet space, or I want you to go to the blog margaretstevens.co, look at this episode and journal prompt with me. And again, we'll get to the journal prompts in a little bit. But I want you to start writing some stuff down so that when you get to the journal prompts, it's a lot more of a deep dive versus kind of a fluffy surface level one. So let's go over your to do list. And the first thing I want you to do, if you don't have one, grab a piece of paper, open up an Evernote and write everything that is not a reoccurring task on your plate down. So a reoccurring task is like taking the garbage out. Don't write taking the garbage out. Cause that one's kind of dumb. Like write the stuff that's big, write down, getting taxes filed, write down, um, Subscribing and making sure that all my bills are e-bills only things that are a kind of a once and done thing. Even if you do it once a year, like tasks like that, write down things like, um, I don't know, pay homeowners insurance, write down tasks like, um, figure out plan to pay off credit cards, write down things like figure out plan to negotiate a raise within the next six months those bigger things, write that stuff down, write it all down. Okay, if you had if you needed to, I hope you paused me if you haven't and you're still writing or maybe you have an active list already. Cool, we'll keep going. So at the top of it, if you haven't labeled it already, I want you to take it and I want you to label it cross out to do list, like scribble it out. So you can't see that anymore and write projects to close. And now that you have it written down as projects to close, step back and look at that and go, okay. well, what am I missing? And then, you know, not only what are you missing? So maybe you're missing some tasks. So let me dive deep into that real quick. So what are you missing? So maybe let's go with the taxes idea. You need to file taxes, regardless of when you're listening to this. The example is you need to file taxes, but all your papers are everywhere. So maybe the first step is grabbing a folder or creating a digital folder because your stuff is all digital either one creating a folder slash grabbing a folder and writing taxes 20 blah blah 2019 2020 21 25 whatever right Write down the year and then I want you to go and Find anything that is related to taxes. So maybe you went on business trips. Grab those receipts. Put it in the folder. Maybe you have childcare expenses. Grab those receipts. Put it in the folder. Maybe you have business returns. Grab those receipts. Put that in the folder. Maybe you have charities you donated to. Grab those receipts. Put it in the folder. You get the point. Grab everything that you can think of that is related to taxes and put it in that folder, whether it's a physical one or a digital one. Take that folder And either schedule the date to physically do your taxes yourself. So maybe you don't have time, you know, in the next two weeks, but in three weeks, you can physically get your taxes done because, you know, you're going to have, you know, time on that Sunday or that Tuesday or whatever your day off is to sit down and do your taxes. So write down on that calendar, okay, I'm going to do my taxes on the 25th. And now you know that you have a date that this project is going to close because taxes is a project. So we're going to close that project on the 25th. If you are working with someone at this point, I would reach out to them and say, Hey, John Smith accountant, I have all of my receipts in a folder. When can I give them to you? When can I email them to you? When can I drop them off? John Smith is going to say, okay, not a problem. Go ahead and drop them off. Before you email anything, before you drop it off, I want you to set the intention. If you're, again, using the example as taxes, if you're not doing it yourself and you're paying someone else to do it, this kind of implies to everything, but just bear with me on the taxes so it makes sense. I want you to ask them, okay, cool. I'm going to submit my folder of tax receipts. When can I know that my taxes will be filed? What date will this be done? Because you can use the, the verbiage of what date will this be accomplished by? What date will this be done? What date will this be turned in? Whatever variation works appropriately and I want you to get that preferably either in writing or realistically in writing before you submit anything. So don't take your taxes in this example and submit them and then three weeks later say, hey, when are my taxes going to be done? Because you didn't set the intention of I need to know that my taxes are going to be done within two weeks. Cool. I'm going to submit all my documentation to you. Now, the flip of this is the reason why I'm harping a little bit on getting the date of when this project is going to be closed before you submit anything, because I want you to set the precedent with them that this is not an endless task for them as well. they do not have the time or the luxury because it is your time and luxury that they are burning up. They don't have the time, the luxury or the quote unquote billable hours that they can just burn through because you didn't set the intention that this shit needs to get done. So get that from them. Again, this is something I did not do and I haven't done for the past three years with my own accountant and I feel like a fucking idiot for doing it. So (laughs) excuse the the curse bombs and the the language in this one a little bit, but this one's super close to home because it was a frustratingly novice move. Any other time I've done major projects at work, I always found out when the project needed to be done by, But it in my own personal life, I never took that part seriously. So reach out to your accountant, say, hey, I've got all my files, I'm ready to go. Um, if I email them to you tonight, if I send them to you tonight, if I physically drop them off to you tonight, when will they be done by? Get that date. If the date feels appropriate, so say the accountant's like, oh yeah, if you send everything to me today, I'll have them done in two weeks and that time frame's appropriate to you, or whatever the time frame is, it's appropriate to you, you say, okay, cool. Before, it, well, as you're submitting everything to them, say, okay, not a problem. I'm excited to get everything done within two weeks. If there is something that is missing, contact me immediately so we don't miss this deadline. That's the other part of this equation that is super important. I don't want you to submit everything think that's going to be done in two weeks and then the person you're working with isn't realistically a professional and says oh my god we're going to miss a deadline we set shit let me reach out to them because half the time these people are managing a bunch of other things and yes it's a priority to them because this is how they make a living but it's not an earth-shattering important priority like it is to you because again they don't have they're not listening to this podcast but they don't have a list of projects to close they're just kind of meandering through life so i want you to stress to that person that you are involved with that you are working with that hey if there is something missing you need to contact me immediately so we don't miss our deadline it is critical that we do not miss our deadline And it could just be because afterwards you want it to be done. You don't want to talk about taxes anymore. You don't want to talk about this or more and whatever. Like there doesn't have to be a reason that it has to be done by this date other than you just want it done. So don't feel like you have to have some crazy example or some crazy logic behind it. It's done because you want it done and that's it. So again, let's go through the example from the beginning. You grabbed all your things. You put it in one central place. You identified the tasks that needed to be done. Then you take them. You reach out to your professional or you set a date of when you're going to accomplish it. And you reach out, you know, and then if you have the date, you sit down, you do it on the date, and you move on. And then you celebrate with a glass of wine, a cup of coffee or whatever it is you do to celebrate. If you're working with a professional, you say, hey, when is this going to be done by? You agree on that time frame. You say, okay, I'm submitting everything now. If there's something that is missing, I need you to make sure you reach out to me immediately so we don't miss our deadline. And then the deadline comes, and then it's done, and then that shit's off your plate. And then, wow, you actually have time to do things that you enjoy. You have something off of your plate to-do lists have morphed and kind of been taken over and ironically if someone has a to-do list majority of the time we should be calling it a minutiae list or let me keep treading water and never accomplishing anything list because no one is thinking of them as a way to get shit done get shit off their plate they're just thinking of physical things to do to stay busy so even though taxes apparently is very near and dear to my heart. I use the example of taxes as a way of something that, yeah, you have to do it every single year, but I also want you to go into it with the thought process of let's get this done. Let's get this off of my plate. And going back to that bigger mindset throughout all of this the reason why you're doing this is it's moving you forward in life it's helping your future self again a future self that's a whole podcast episode that I did a couple weeks ago so go into the archives if you're not listening to this live and and listen to the future pot the future self episode because you'll really understand why it's so important but I want these things to get off of your plate so that moves you forward in life and If you're not getting them off your plate, if you kind of always leave them on your plate, you're not going to be moving forward in life. You're not going to be taking care of your future self. You're going to be wasting time for nothing. So with that being said, and hopefully the examples I gave you in this episode are clear enough for you to understand how to take it and move it forward, I'm going to go ahead and start going into the journal prompts so that you can go ahead and write down, again, I already asked you to uh, write down everything that was in your head, cross out to-do lists, write projects to close. But now I want you to take that list, the projects to close list, and I want you to use the journal prompts and kind of flesh everything out so that you know when all of these projects are going to be closed. And if you want to get extra stars, not that I could see, but I'm going to give you virtual extra stars. By the end of all of this, everything that's a projects to close list, you're also going to have a date of when it's going to be off your plate. So that you know that by this date, this is going to be done. By this date, that's going to be done. By this date, that's going to be done. So on and so forth. So with that being said, let's jump into the journal prompts. First thing you've already done, if you haven't done it already, listen to each prompt and pause the podcast. First thing you're going to do, if you haven't done it already, is write down everything's on your plate. That's step one. Okay. Step two is write down every little thing that needs to be done to close that little step. So let's go into taxes. So you have your projects to close list and maybe you have um, turn bills into e-bills only, pay taxes, pay homeowners insurance. So those, maybe those are your three things that you have to do. Well, let's go on the e-bills. Who do you have to turn into an e-bill? I want you to physically write that down under turn bills into e-bills list. Write little bulletins underneath and go water company, electric company, uh, cable company, blah, 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 blah. I want you to physically identify all of the steps that are needed to close that big task. Same thing with taxes. Gather receipts, gather this, gather that, reach out to accountant. Same thing with homeowner's insurance. Um, Move money from savings, update credit card on file. So you write down all of the little mini steps that need to be done to get the big step closed. then I want you to identify once you've looked at all of this and you've kind of evaluated the list for lack of a better word, I want you to identify, does this have to be done by you alone? So going with the example of e-bills taxes and property insurance so taxes maybe are not done by you alone but maybe e-bills and property insurance is with that being said I want you to write down next to it whatever version of code you use so you could write down self or you could write down the person that you're working with so I would write down on mine I would have e-bills me and I would write me next to it so I know that this is a me task and then I would write taxes, accountant, so I know it's in an accountant task. And then I would write property insurance, me, next to it. And the reason why I want you to identify what is a you task and what is a not-to-be-done-by-you-alone task is so that you can group them, so that you can look at your calendar and go, okay, well, I have, out of my entire list of projects to close, I have six me tasks, and the rest of it are uh people that are involved tasks so I have an accountant I have this I have to make phone calls I have to do yada 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 I want you to be able to look at it so that you can schedule it appropriately so that things can get closed and then the final step which is again where the bonus points come in is once you figured out what is you alone and what needs to be done by someone else or you know it needs to be involving someone else I want you to write a proposed close date so taxes done on the 25th. Um property insurance paid on the 15th. Uh e-bills transferred, create, you know, done by March 22nd, whatever. I'm making it up as you can tell. But I want you to have a little close date so that you're telling your brain, you're telling your subconscious, you're telling the universe that this is things that need to be done. This is when I want them done by. And then every time you accomplish them, on your date, so whether you do it on your date, you do it early, or maybe you do it a couple of days late, I want you to celebrate. I want you to start building that muscle of, oh my God, I actually got something off my plate. My future self is going to be so happy. Oh my God, I got that stress off my plate. My future self is going to be so happy. Oh my God, I got something off of my plate. My future self is going to have so much more relaxing and downtime. Oh my God, I got something off of my plate. My future self is going to have much more consistent, blah, 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 because I accomplished X. I want you to build that muscle of caring for your future self and closing things. And the other thing I'll just tell you before I let you off on the podcast is when you are building that muscle privately, it's going to show up in your work. So you're going to start to get known at your job. It doesn't matter what you do. You're going to get known at your job as the closer. And a little secret, a little business secret in general Most people are fantastic starters and horrific closers. The people that move up in the world, the people that get promotions, the people that have career quote unquote success, get pay raises, all of that stuff. It is because they know how to work with others and they know how to close things. Having the ability to close something and accomplish something is such a underused skill in business that If you pay attention when you go into work the next day, go ahead and pay attention. Look at all the people that get all the raises or get the promotions or get the this or get the accolades. Look at all of them. All of them are closers. They get something done. And the reason why they're getting those promotions, those pay raises outside of all the other intangibles that I'll never know is because they're getting things done. So just think of it, too, that as you build this muscle, all of this is going to translate into the fact that you're going to have this badass muscle of having to close, being able to close things, that it'll also reflect in your work and you'll also be financially compensated because of it. So whether it's in pay raises, it's in promotions, it's in making sure your taxes are done on time so you don't have to wait three, four, five months for your taxes to be done, um, your credit score is better because you're not missing bills, whatever the scenario is like you will. I, I promise you on this one, if you learn how to become a closer, you will be financially compensated for this. You will also be compensated in time. There is no ability to go backwards and regain time, but you can go ahead and block out and create time in the future. If you close things and get things off of your plate. So With that being said, I'm going to let you go. Again, the journal prompts, if you want to do this over, um, they're over at the blog, margaretstevens.co. You can see everything, and you can even rewind the podcast a little bit so you can go through it, quote-unquote, live with me, you know, talking in your ear. But the journal prompts are over at the blog. And I want to ask you in closing, ha, 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 I want to ask you in closing, what are you closing or getting off your plate this week? How does it move you forward in your life? And how is it helping out your future self? If you can answer that, whether you answer it out loud or you journal it down, I promise you, you're going to have a more productive and also relaxing week than you did previously because you're getting shit off your plate so that you can do the things that matter most to you, spending time with your family and doing things that light you up. With that being said, I'm going to let you go. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at the blog or send me an anchor memo and I will be happy to get back to you. All right. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Have a burning question for me.